This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, May 18th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we're in a competition with the Michigan and Penn State site, as we've been telling you. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review if you like the show. It really helps, and it will help us beat the Nittany Lions and the Wolverines. All right, let's get down to matters of business, Dean. We asked the Front Row Message Board subscribers for questions, and they came strong again. We're going to start right at the top, Bill, from Buckeye13625. He says, will the possibility of the Pac-12 not playing this year have any effect on Emeka Ibuka and JTT's recruitment? How about Corey Foreman? What say you, Dean? First of all, Dave, I noticed that you went with JT and didn't go with his last name there. I uh, I guess I don't blame you, but to, – to, to Moloow. <laughs> close, close. To me, Moloow. So, uh, to me, Moloow. Okay. Tui, yeah, JT, Tui Moloow is how he pronounces that. And, uh, Emeka Egbuka is a little easier, but, uh, irregardless, both would look great in Ohio State uniforms. And as far as the Pac 12, you know, I really have a hard time imagining that we're going to have a college football season that doesn't include all of the major conferences. I just, I just somehow don't necessarily see that happening, but if, uh, if they didn't for any chance, or there was some failure on the part of the PAC 12, I'm, I'm not sure that it would affect um, those two too much because they, they wouldn't even be there. Obviously they still have their senior seasons in high school to play. So maybe they would think about it a little bit, but I don't think it would be a huge uh, factor in their decision. Um, you know, in the case of JT, uh, I've said for a little while now that, that, that you, quite a while actually, that USC is the sleeper school there. And I still think they are the school to, to most highly uh, contend with Ohio State as one of the schools for him. So um, uh, he's got a lot of family in Southern California on his mom's side, and, uh, um, and, and they are recruiting well this year. Now we'll see how does USC do on the field this year. If they don't get it done on the field, I think that's going to have a big impact. But right now they're, they, they have, they're, they're on a pretty good streak. Um, you know, w- with Emeka, you know, I know that's a, another question that we have, I believe, for uh, later in the thread. But with Omeka, um, you know, I think that, uh, that USC is not a huge factor there. Um, uh, I think it's more of some other schools, and, and we'll get to that in a bit here. 
What about Corey Foreman? Foreman, I, you know, I realistically, I don't think he's going to end up at Ohio State. You know, the way Ohio State's recruiting this year, um, it's really hard to, to, to say that they're not looking good with or, or looking reasonable with any player. They're just on such an, a tremendous recruiting run. But, uh, you know, right now uh, with Foreman, I think USC is the school to beat. Next question is from OSU Rocker 84. Bill, looking at 2022 running backs, are Trey Bixby and the three running backs listed in the top 10 for Ohio's rankings? Are they Ohio State caliber? And who do you see of that group getting Ohio State offers? All of those players are good players. You know, you've got Stephen Bird, you've got Trey Bixby, you mentioned G. Bram Payne, who I like a lot, Kentrell uh, Marks. Those are the guys that we're talking about, and all are good running backs. But right now, uh, Ohio State has not offered scholarship to any of them. In fact, they've only offered a scholarship to four Ohioans so far in the class of 2022, but it's very early. Um, I guess it wouldn't shock me if Ohio State did not end up offering a running back in the Ohio class of 2022. Um, as we know, it's been spectacular this year with 2021 and landing Trayvon Henderson, uh, as well as Evan Pryor. And I think that they're going for the same type of thing, uh, spectacular results in the class of 2022. But if uh, my choice right now, if Ohio State offered a 2002 Ohio running back would be G. Brand Payne. I, I, I have him just a shade ahead of the others right now. Uh, but again, all of them are good prospects and it's early. So we'll see who develops. Next question is from RC three Miller. He says, Bill for 2022, how many linebackers will Ohio state take? And what is the pecking order between McCullough powers and others? Well, when you look at how many players that Ohio state is going to take at any one position, the first thing you need to do is look at their numbers at the position right now. And for the class of 2022, you need to go back and look at numbers for both the seniors and juniors currently on the roster because um, those are the guys that they're going to be replaced with the class of 2022. So if you look at the roster right now, uh, seniors, they've got Baron Browning and Pete Werner. And then they've got two graduates, Tuff Borland and Justin Hilliard. So all four of those guys are going to be gone um, before the class of 2022 gets to Ohio State. So there's four openings right there. As juniors, they've got Taraja Mitchell, they've got Kayvon Pope, and they've got Dallas Gantt. So you look at that, and there's seven openings um, that really impact the class of 2022 linebackers. And, um, you know, right now, They've got a commitment from just one linebacker for 2021, a great one, Enrique Carrico, but uh, they want to add one more. Um, so let's say that they end up getting their two linebackers um, out of the class of 2021, and I'm not convinced that's going to happen for sure, but let's say they do. Um, that would leave, if all of the players I mentioned currently on the roster, that would leave five spots for linebackers for the class of 2022. I think it's probably going to be four spots. Um, yeah, I, I think that maybe one of those guys that's a junior um, comes back for another year, whether it be Pope or Gant or Mitchell. So, so I'm thinking you're, you're going to probably replace that class of uh, those two classes, senior and junior, with four linebackers out of the class of 2022. Maybe five, though, because, again, I'm not convinced – that they're going to get 
two linebackers in 2021. They might, but I'm not convinced of it at this point. Um, as far as the pecking order, you know, I, I like uh, Gabe Powers, and he's at the top. He's a guy High State really would like to have. They've already got C.J. Hicks committed, Gabe Powers from Marysville, Huge, huge target. I like their chances with him, though it's not a done deal. Uh, Justin Medlock from Texas is a guy that have crystal ball to Ohio State that they've offered. And then Desan McCullough from Kansas is somebody that they, they like a lot too. Um, you know, I would go with a pecking order of powers at the very top, and then I would put either one, Desan McCullough or Justin Medlock, uh, as two and three in either order. Good stuff there. Next question, shouldn't say next questions are from AK Buckeye 23. First question from AK Buckeye 23. I'll take this one since it's not a recruiting question. Is it realistic to expect Cam Babb to contribute this year? I think it is realistic. Um, now I'm concerned because he's had multiple ACL tears, but looking at the video of him working out, he's definitely healthy right now. If he can stay healthy, I mean, obviously that's the big if, but Cam Babb's got a lot of talent. He's a tough kid. They like him. And keep in mind, they only have two receivers coming back with with really any type of experience, and that's Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. I guess Jamison Williams has had a little bit, not that much. Um, a lot of young guys are going to play. Those four freshmen, I think for sure three of them are going to play a lot. I'm not sure about if Mookie – I don't know if Mookie Cooper is going to play a lot right away, but I mean, I like Mookie Cooper, but I think for sure that Julian Fleming and Jackson Smith and G. Scott Jr. are all going to play. Um, and I'm sure Mookie Cooper will see the field. But, yeah, I do think Cam – I think it's realistic to expect Cam Babb to contribute. But you have to remember, he's not just coming off one knee injury. He's coming off two, maybe three. Bill, remind me on that. Did Cam Babb tear his ACL three times or two times? Oh, boy, I think it was – well, I know it was twice. I don't know – I cannot recall exactly a third time, but I know it was at least twice. Yeah, once in high school and I think twice at Ohio State. But maybe – hopefully it was, quote-unquote, just twice. But, yeah, I do think it's realistic for Cam Babb to contribute this year if he stays healthy. Next questions are recruiting. We'll go to Bill for these. Bill, is Tony Grimes just blowing smoke or does Ohio State have a shot? Well, I don't think Tony Grimes ends up at Ohio State, and I've said that for a long time. And um, uh, what people have to remember is that Ohio State does their own evaluations. I know that Tony Grimes is uh, highly, highly ranked. Uh, I believe he is still the number one cornerback in the country in the rankings. Um, if he's not, he's number two at worst. But anyway, he's highly, highly ranked. But Ohio State doesn't use uh, – they use their own rankings, as they should do. and. Uh, there are other guys on the board ahead of Tony Grimes, and I've said this for quite some time, and actually some people uh, wondered about that, but he's not at the top of the board. They have room for um, – and, again, that's not that he's a, not a good player at all. It's just that Ohio State does not always look well, – they look for everything and to fit their needs and all. And right now, the guy that I like at the top of the board for Ohio State, they want to add one more defensive back is Derek Davis um, from Pennsylvania. And they have a realistic shot at landing him. Uh, after him, uh, you're, you're looking at Jalen Davies, cornerback from Modern Day High School, Santa Ana, California. Um, so really, you know, I, I just have never thought Tony Grimes is going to end up at Ohio State. And I've said for quite some time that uh, – that you know, you've got to look at what Ohio State is looking for and how their board is arranged. Next question, again from AK Buckeye twenty three. This is the Emeka Ibuka question that you referenced earlier. He wants to know more about Emeka. With you know, looks like Washington might be out. Clemson's going to land Stiletto. Who was the primary threat to Ohio State 
Atlanta Mecca. Is Oklahoma a concern at all? Uh, yes, as far as Oklahoma. Um, Mecca came out with his top four on Friday. He came out with a top four, a final four, actually. Uh, Mecca's final four were Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, Washington and Clemson. That's that's the last four uh, for Emeka Abipa. And uh, right now, yeah, I'm not saying that he's going to end up at either Ohio State or Oklahoma for sure. But right now, as things stand, I think his top two choices are Ohio State and Oklahoma. And again, I would not rule out rule out Washington or Clemson because they are on his final four. But I, I think that uh, Oklahoma is the school that is closest right now to Ohio State. Having said all that, you know, I love the Buckeyes. I, I, I like the Buckeyes' chances very much uh, to land him. I've said all along, I think Ohio State gets one of the two, either Emeka or Troy Stilato. And right now I have Stilato going to Clemson and Emeka to Ohio State. Final question from AK Buckeye 23 asks, it's about defensive backs. Why does Ohio State want Derek Davis, a safety, over Jalen Davies or Denzel Burke, who are corners? What makes safety more of a need? Are Dunn and Turrentine going to play cornerback? Well, I've said this for a while, too, quite a while, actually. Uh, think talent when you look at Ohio State's defensive back recruiting. They've got a spectacular start. Kerry Combs has uh, come back to Ohio State and got it done in a big way. They've got five defensive backs committed. Um, they aren't going for just another defensive back. They are going for talent. And it doesn't matter whether it be safety or cornerback so much. It matters talent. They're not going to take uh, somebody down farther on their board just because he's a corner, for instance, if they can get a great safety. And that great safety would be Derek Davis. He is a great safety out of Pennsylvania. So, uh, you know, he, he's the guy that I have at the top top of the board with Jalen Davies next. Uh, Denzel Burke is another corner that they're looking at. He is an outstanding prospect. But again, think talent, not necessarily position because the highest state has a lot of versatility. I've said this for quite a while. Uh, guys like Andre Turrentine, he's going to come in as a safety, but he can play corner and might end, end up eventually as a corner at Ohio State. Jansen Dunn, same way. He can play safety or corner. So they have a lot of uh, versatility there. And actually the uh, question before that um, is right in this same alley, who's the most underrated recruit in this class? And that guy, in my mind, is Jalen Johnson, uh, a defensive back out of Cincinnati. Uh, Jalen Johnson, I, I, I've seen him play in person, and I think he is a tremendous player. I really like him. He's coming into Ohio State as a safety, um, but he's got cornerback skills. And I know there's some talk about him being a linebacker. That's not what Ohio State is recruiting him for. They're recruiting recruiting him as a defensive back, and that is what he's focused on. He plans to be a safety for Ohio State. I see him as a safety for Ohio State. But, again, he's got some cornerback skills. And, I, you know, talking – I had this on my podcast, Mark Porter from ScoutingOhio.com, who knows the Ohio kids uh, better than anybody out there, really. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. And, and as he also put it, uh, Jalen uh, Johnson has – cornerback ability but is a tremendous safety so they've got a lot of versatility and they're looking to add one more great defensive back to that to that group I love this next question and I promise I did not put him up to it Bill this is, <laughs> this is from Ricker 
FPD, Ricker FPD. Now, for those that don't know, when Bill Curlick orders a hamburger, he orders it plain. Nothing on it except the bun and the burger. If I'm going through Burger King and I get myself a double cheeseburger plain, I'll tell them I want a double cheeseburger Curlick style. They know what I'm talking about. So this next question from Ricker FPD. If Bill Curlick had to eat a non-plain hamburger, which topping would be his most which topping would be the most tolerable to his stomach? Lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, cheese, or other? That is a tough one. Uh, I know one it would not be. It would be a pickle. Uh, uh, no, no desire there, I guess. If I had to, it, it would be probably lettuce because that's the most healthy there. And believe it or not, I, I don't have hamburgers very often, very seldom now because I'm trying to eat healthier, uh, trying to get rid of some of the red meat in my diet, keeping that cholesterol down, that bad cholesterol, and trying to eat as healthy as possible. Getting older, got to watch that stuff. So uh, I'll go with the lettuce, but I, I don't have hamburgers that often anymore in a hope to be a healthy person. I'll take your pickles. Give me all the dill pickles you can give me. I'll, I'll, I'll pile the dill pickles on my burger. All right, next one is about 2022 prospects on the defensive line. This is from Aiden, 2013. He wants to know about Caden Curry, a defensive tackle from Indiana, and Enoy White, a defensive end from Philadelphia. What's the latest on those guys, Bill? Actually, I mentioned Enoy White last night in my column, my Sunday night column. Um, he's a guy at High State just recently offered this past week. Larry Johnson's recruiting him. He's the number one weak side defensive end in the class of 2022 uh, in the 247 sports rankings. And he is interested in Ohio State. He, he, uh, talking to him recently, you know, he, he was very, very happy that the Buckeyes offered and uh, again, Larry Johnson is the guy recruiting him, and uh, very early for him, but he has an interest in Ohio State. As far as Caden Curry, defensive lineman, a lineman out of Indiana, um, Ohio State has not offered him. We'll see how that goes if the Buckeyes do end up offering. Last question here for the show from Flash's Buck 2014. Flash's Buck 2014 wants to know, what is our favorite diner in Columbus? I can go first on this one, and you can close the show, Bill. My favorite is the Starliner Diner here in Hilliard. Um, I live in the Hilliard School District. It's actually technically um, Galloway mailing address, Columbus, Texas. It's an interesting area I live in. But uh, Starliner Diner in Hilliard, um, I'm going to have to give that you know, my, uh, my five-star rating for diners. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's breakfast food. I'm not even a huge breakfast food guy. It's, it's got a Cuban theme, but a lot of like breakfast burritos and stuff like that. It is so good. And uh, I'm going to go with the Starliner Diner in Hilliard. What's your favorite diner, Bill? Well, I'm going to contradict my answer to that question uh, on the hamburger things. Uh, while I seldom eat them anymore, maybe um, one a month, maybe, uh, I, I still love them. So I have to go with a, uh, a place that maybe people haven't heard of too much. I live up in the um, Olentangy School District, and there is a relatively new restaurant, I think a couple years old maybe, called Brew Burger. And they have great hamburgers. Uh, again, I don't go and get that very often, but I still love it. When I do go there, Brew Burger, and I will get one of their hamburgers without all of those previously mentioned content. <laughs> I imagine when you walk in there, you say, I want it curlic style. They, they know that. <laughs> you, even, you probably don't even have to tell them. You just walk in. You're like Norm from Cheers. They're like, Dean. And they start making <laughs> plain. No, 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 not, not, not quite.
Oh, I, I think you're, I think you're being humble. Well, great. Thanks for the great questions out there, Buck Nutters. And thank you to the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick, for stopping in and answering the great questions. Again, if you like the show, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on YouTube and you like the show, subscribe. All that really helps and we appreciate it. Thank you so much to the listeners out there for tuning into the show. And thank you to the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. I hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that fuck our swag. Best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.